Welcome to the Mira Wine Podcast, Vin Compétant, with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. What? The podcast where we drink, talk, and discuss natural wine. And whatever else comes to mind. Hope you're ready for this, because I know we weren't. And uh, three, two, one. That's really loud. What is that? Is that a new effect? What? Like your voice was echoey. It's like woo. Yeah, I know. It was yeah. picking up for some reason. Oh. What's the background noise? What's happening? Is there, an, is there a fourth camera? There's a fourth, fourth camera. Fourth Welcome to the fourth dimension. <laughs> it sounds different. Am I, am I wrong? It's a little different. I don't know why. That's okay. Yeah, sounds okay. like a waterfall in the background. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I think it's maybe just us. Okay. <clears throat> no, there we go. That's better. Whatever you just said there. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Vicoviton. Is this our first one of the new year? No, it's our third. Second? Second, maybe? Yeah, second Vin or third. We're also technically Vincompetent. Vincompetent. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors. Yes, thank you to our sponsors. Warner Construction for all of your nationwide construction needs. Nationwide. Do you guys ever think we should invite the Warners on the podcast? Uh, I, I would. I don't know. Like, you think if they came on and then they, like, maybe they wouldn't listen to that episode? Yeah, no, we want would. them to listen to that episode. Yeah, they would. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I don't, I don't even listen to any, any of the episodes. We, we should some, invite We them. need some guests. They can come yeah. on. Yeah, well, sure. and I yeah. spoke to, like, Keith really wants to come. Keith Does really he? wants yeah. to come. He wants to be part of this fraternity. Keith, our W set instructor? <laughs> He's one of our, one of our legions of followers. Oh, man. And we hooked him, like, right off the beginning. And I'm like, those first few episodes were rough. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. The, I love the ones, Keith. The ones without Leah were were rough. It's just me and Bryce getting hammered. Yeah. No, you guys, you guys did a great job. I think I've brought too much uh, seriousness to the podcast. No, it's good. We it's talk good. too much about movies. That's okay. Yeah, and, 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 and we split. And like, you weren't there for when we were watching uh, Home Game or whatever. No, it was not called. Home Game. The with the Michael Jordan. Oh thing. yeah, you were in there. Was like, that was That's three podcasts. About. We just yeah. reviewed that. Oh, speaking of, have you guys watched um, the first episode of Tiger? Tiger, Tiger King. No, um, the um, is it a biography or like a video about Tiger Woods and his life? Oh, oh no, no, I haven't. I haven't seen it. So apparently, like from the time he was born. His dad built him to be a golfer. Yeah, like I, I it, that, he, yeah. he was yeah, four right. months old, sitting in a high chair watching his dad golf. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, and so I thought that would be interesting. Like we've talked about, you know, our a, our athletes, you know, grown or are they naturally born? I think Tiger Woods is not talented. He's built to be a golfer. Yeah. So but I thought also <laughs> inborn. So I'm not going to get into this, but that's that's a perfect example of when you combine like that that training with talent. Right. Like he he has you, a natural talent. Are as you well. talented at eating? Some people are. <laughs> Fat people. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Let's edit that out. Here's a, here's a we don't edit that out. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that it's true that they had to change the rules um, for the clubhouse in Augusta to allow Tiger Woods to go because he was black. Mm. I, I, I would like to check that out, but I'm pretty sure they had to like up up like change the rule. So mm. I haven't watched it, but Greg said it's like the first episode is like a movie, so it's like an hour hour right. and a half, and yeah. then the second one will be released. So maybe you guys should watch it, and then we could talk about it. I will. It. I don't I don't know how I feel about Tiger Woods. Like I mean, you got to respect the game, but like, um, and I don't, you know all the other stuff, no big deal. But like, I don't know if I have a beer with him. 
Mm. Why not? Like, I think it'd be boring because he's a robot. Yeah, like I think he, I think it'd be boring. He's a oh. golf robot. Yeah, like he same was, thing with Sidney Crosby. Like he I don't was want to built. Beer with Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby does seem boring. Yeah, yeah. I know Sidney Crosby. And no, is he no, boring? No, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, is he boring? <laughs> but I know a lot of people that I think would be just like him, and I think they're boring, and yeah. they're accountants. So. <laughs> okay, so the back to our sponsors. Thank you, Water. First, what do we call it? Segment of the show? Oh, yeah. Let's let's do Guess our... the biodynamic s- calendar. Segment. Mm. We uh, should mention, too, I might have to duck out because our, our Skip the Dishes delivery is going to be here soon. We don't <laughs> skip the dishes here. Yeah, just lab is on his way. <laughs> Apparently, we do skip the dishes. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. Oh, yeah, anyways. Let's okay. pour up. Let's drink some shots. Pour up. So uh, yesterday we had our first uh, Saskatoon tasting. Oh, yeah. And there were lots of people who didn't know what the biodynamic calendar was. What? Yeah. Okay, so we should talk about that. I was surprised. Okay. These were all wine people. So, Bryce, <clears throat> tell us about the biodynamic calendar. Oh, so the biodynamic calendar is a uh, farming, well, no, I guess, is it a farming practice? The, the biodynamic is a, a type of agriculture. Yes. It's an agri- but developed by Rudolf Steiner Correct. from Austria. Correct. It's more of a philosophy, though. It's got really nothing to do with actual farming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but like it, it, it is. It's a type of. It's like a way it's, to do agriculture. I would say it's almost a religion. Whoa, like borderline. I, I think philosophy is a good way to yeah. describe it. Yeah, like it's a philo- It's a, it's a way of living and creating. Yeah, agricultural. It's, it's harmony. It's harmony. It's in harmony, yeah. right? And so yeah. most of these agriculture systems are closed systems, is what they consider them. Oh, is it our guy? That's our guy. Josh will be right, be back. right back. I'll continue to explain the. Right, uh, oh, sorry. I'll get, my, I'll get my mask. Sorry. The um, biodynamic calendar. Where was I? Okay. So yes. So it's a closed system, so they tend to have lots of animals on the farm and things like that, making sure. There's, you know, a little bit. Of, it's a it's a diverse ecosystem. Yeah. Um, but they take it further into where the moon is, which is part of the Farmer's Almanac too, right? Yep. And um, so you you only plant on certain days. You only pick on pick certain on certain days. days. You only water water etc etc. It's very it's very rigorous. Well, so here's a question. My understanding of the biodynamic calendar is like biodynamic farming is a philosophy practice, whatever we want to call it. The biodynamic calendar is based off of the lunar cycles. Is that correct? It so, is yeah. partially correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the lunar cycles because that's what why we can have it? nothing days, right? Okay. So it's, it's actually the lunar cycles and uh, astrology. So it's where the moon lands within certain constellations. Okay. And um, I think, like, the biodynamic agriculture, when you work in the soil, working the vines, yep. uh, watering, whatnot, um, coincides with the calendar, like, when it's best to drink, right? So if you, like, when you harvest on a fruit day, like, because it's like the fruit will taste the best when yep. you drink on a fruit day. But, wine but, w- but wouldn't that be, like, counterintuitive for some varietals, too? Like... Like today, we're probably going to drink a Viognier, which would be considered more of like an aromatic varietal, right? So, do we want to drink it on a flower day or a fruit day? I think I think at the end of the at the end of the day, grapes are fruit. Mm-hmm. So, fruit would I taste think, yeah, best it's not on a fruity, fruit day. It's like maybe like it's more expressive. It's expressive. Mm. That you think the fruit's going to be more expressive? Like I think that not the fruit in the like not the fruit note in the wine. No, that's like the, the fruit itself. itself. Like yeah. the grape itself would right. be the best. Yeah. 
do peaches the taste better on a fruit day? Well, that's, that's actually something that we should think about. Well, people hey, who like, I tell you, get yourself some azimut and drink it on a root day. Yeah. Drink it on a fruit day. And you tell me that's not a real thing. Yeah. Columbia. Columbia too. I think Columbia. Montesegondo. Montesegondo is good. Yeah. So, okay. So we're talking Jameson. about the biodynamic. <laughs> we're talking about the biodynamic calendar and there are four days Technically five, technically if you five. consider mm-hmm. uh, a nothing day. Today so a fruit day where typically wine tastes best. So you want to mm-hmm. drink wine mm-hmm. on a fruit day. Flower day, second yep. best. Mm-hmm. Leaf day, third best. Mm-hmm. Root day, don't drink wine or do and just know it's not going to taste as good. Yeah. And nothing day just confuses everybody. Just confuses Does it everybody. taste good? Does it not taste good? Right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, we got, uh, got someone. You got, yeah, you I got a pick up. Okay. <laughs> How's it going? It's a busy place here today. It, yeah, we're pretty busy today. Take it up. Okay. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? The, the biodynamic fruit. calendar. Yeah. Um, so what we turned it into, maybe we can talk about this segment in general. What we turned it into was, or not we, Josh and Bryce um, decided, hey, let's decide on the biodynamic calendar based off of um, how Jameson tastes. Yeah, so that's where exactly. this segment came from. And we were doing real well. I wasn't doing very well last year. No one's doing well this year. What are the scores this zero, year? Zero, zero, zero for one. For one. Only We're all one. over one. You're right. You're right. So we got to yeah. kick it up a notch. We, gotta do, we do have to kick it up a notch. Yeah. I don't, like, so the more I was thinking about Jameson Whiskey being on the biodynamic calendar recently, it's, uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, Nelson. Um, I think it's very interesting because Jameson's a blended whiskey too. <clears throat> so, so how does that? How do you how do you necessarily choose which because day? Because this actually isn't a science. <laughs> it's a science. <laughs> it's a science. So guessing the biodynamic calendar based off of a shot of Jameson is not a science. But I mean, biodynamics isn't <laughs> a science either. It's a philosophy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a cult, according it's a, to Bryce. It's a, no. It's, it's a, a religion, religion, not a cult. What's the difference? <laughs> Whoa. Let's be honest. Okay. So oh. here we go. Segment. <laughs> well, let's get this segment over with. Mmm. Mm. I'm gonna say it's like a leaf day. I'm gonna go flower. I'm gonna go flower. Mm. Aromatic. Right. Is that why? No, because it's got like a hint of sweetness, for yeah. you, but then it fades away. Mm. Yeah. So it's did, almost and, a fruit day. And it, it was almost the like the the first shot that we did. <laughs> you were supposed to, you were the only one that had to keep that secret. <laughs> I'm I'm very honest. It's a nothing. It's day. a leaf day. It's, it's a, a leaf, leaf day. day. Oh. I, I haven't got one right in I think maybe two three years. Oh yeah. It, two, I don't think months. I have a good one for winning anymore. It's been months. Yeah. I need a fucking win here. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? This is my new idea. I'm okay. just gonna guess. Flower day. Random? So. No, you're not. Yeah, for the, for the rest, until no. I get one right. I need to get back in, so, okay, so back in the game. Okay, so Josh here. and Leah are 0 for 2, Bryce is 1 for 2, 50%. Yeah, I'm 1 for 2. <laughs> okay. Josh and Leah are 0 for 2. God. Man. To be fair, if you get one right every five, yeah. you're still doing, like, you're, you're, you're the you're, average. You're, you're keeping the majors. Yeah, yeah you're keeping be, the majors. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be playing the odds, right? Yeah. You should get one right every five. Okay. That's not true, because it's not like, like it's like every time it could be one out of five. So your chances go back to zero oh, every yeah. time. Mm, your chances right? go back to zero. But if you were to do them like a hundred mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. your odds would be that you would get close to one out of but five. But that's on the same day. If you did it a hundred times in a hundred different Ooh. days, it's, it, it, the odds yeah. are exactly the same every time. Mm. 
So the, the fact that you guys had scores like you did last year that we it's didn't carry over. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Fucking unbelievable. incredible. Yeah, yeah, I had like seven in a row. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is like Guinness Book shit. The only, I think the only reason we continued is because Josh was doing so good. Yeah, oh yeah. If like, like, if I, like, if we go like into March and I still don't have yeah. one, like, I don't want to do it anymore. We should do a March Madness. Oh, should we get some, we, we maybe we can get, get some, some like listeners involved? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, and we can get them to get some Jameson. We'll do we'll do live shows in March. We'll do all live shows. Okay, March Five. Madness. Here we go. Okay, what are On we to drinking the wine. today? Let's talk about wine. We're drinking some 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 Viognier 2018 from our friends uh, Jordan and Tyler from Lightning Rock in Summerland. I've only met uh, Jordan once, twice. Twice, maybe. When would you have met? He, he's been here once. No, not, I met Tyler. Not Jordan. I met Tyler. Jordan's his wife. Jordan. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I met Tyler maybe once or twice, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen Jordan in the camera whenever we've done a mm-hmm. video call. They, they, they're just cool. They're like they're nice, so cool. yeah. nice, nice, cool people. Jordan is like the sweetest. Uh, gives the best hugs. Also, are you sure? Oh yeah, I'm positive. So I'm gonna put my uncle Ted and Jordan side we'll, by side. Oh, we get throw Big Joe in here too. Big Joe gives good hugs. That my uncle really? Ted is better. Yeah. I used to work with a girl named Joanna. Yeah. Like low, she gives like. What's okay? Nice so hug. then the question is, what defines a hug? Like it's the way it makes you feel. Good yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the way so it makes So it really you has feel. nothing to do with the like how yes, a person does, does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that's why you think someone's better than Leah. Leah thinks her uncle's better, and you think Big, Big Joe, Joe is who is maybe, probably maybe someone maybe that you grew up with. with. <laughs> Whoa. Creepy Uncle Ted. <laughs> uncle Ted is Can you imagine if she was, like, bragging about it for, like, yeah. years, and finally you met him, and he just, like, double-assed me? <laughs> like, oh. And she realized. No, that's how he's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, so Jordan gives great hugs. Great hugs. Uh, also amazing at what she does. Yeah. Um, so Jordan's, I think she wouldn't disagree with me saying like her true passion is sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to Brock University, I believe, and they do, um, I mean, their flagship stuff for Lightning Rock definitely would be their sparkling wine. And in my opinion, I would say is some of the best in Canada easily. Uh, yeah. I'm, all, I'm like super impressed by it. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think, um, the sparkling wine from Blue Mountain is is probably my favorite Canadian sparkling wine. I think they do, but, but like they're like right there. Yeah, and I, I would say like Blue Mountain has been making their sparkling for many more years. Yeah, than this Rock. is like their I think third their vines are older. So just give Lightning Rock a couple more mm-hmm. years, and I, I, yeah. I think that they are one of the most exciting wineries out of one of the most exciting wineries. So, but so do you? What do you like about Blue Mountain? It's got a little bit more um, like depth to it and a little bit more mm-hmm. elegance. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but you can almost tell that they've been doing it longer. You're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like it's just like that much more refined, refined mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Lightning Rock's still finding that balance. They're still figuring out their vineyards, their vines, um, figuring out like what to do in terms of like how when harvest happens, how cold it is, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Um, Blue Mountain kind of just has experience, right? Doing that. Um, yeah. Blue Mountain sparkling wine is like. Incredibly good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lightning Rock, incredibly good as well. Yeah. I, I think Lightning, the coolest thing about Lightning Rock stuff is, like, how uh, distinct it is from it. Like, like you get two or three different sparkling wines from them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like they the use, different vineyards, They yeah. use their different vineyard sites, and mm-hmm. the, the wines that they produce from those sites are very different. Super mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And but we're really not drinking close. their sparkling. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're drinking their DNA. <laughs> or Vogner. 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 That should be another segment. Leah, what's the, what's the, give me a, a, a breakdown on the typical profile of a, of a Viognier from. I don't know. I wrote a test on Saturday and all my knowledge just went into that test yeah. and fell out of my head. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, what we're going to notice for this Viognier for sure is it's not, not like, I would never guess this as a Viognier blind because it's done um, Sir Lee for, for six months. Uh, they do it in concrete tanks. Uh, and then leave it on Lee's for six months. So it, it has those those autolytic flavors. Um, <laughs> like super, it's super ready, super yeasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it, actually, we had a table in on the weekend that wanted to do uh, like a California Shard. And I was like, we don't really have that. But I was like, well, we have this Malivoire Chardonnay from Eastern Canada. But they wanted like yeah, buttery right. but rich. Yeah, when and I was you, like, yeah, like you want this. When people want Chardonnay, they don't want... They don't want plain <clears throat> Chardonnay. They want they want, they they want, want the bread. They, they want, want the yeast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. They want they want they want California. Ten buck chuck Chardonnay. No, I don't. I don't think. I think like go back to any wine and that has body, that has higher alcohol, that has a little bit of um, creaminess to it, richness to it. Doesn't necessarily have to be a New World Chardonnay. You can find that in other places. They probably can find it in Merceau. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't do Viognier on Lees. Anywhere well, do else. they do it in Condria? Do they do yeah. Viognier yeah. on the lease? Yeah. yeah. We should actually, you probably never had a Condria Bryce. No. Oh, man. Don't worry, I just learned about it. <laughs> it's like, actually, you know what? They sell some at Metro Liquor. We'll get a bottle and we'll drink it. Condria is like. That's the place for Viognier, isn't it? It's the place for Viognier. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, that's where Viognier shines. I mean, generally, Viognier is going to be blended. So anytime you find single varietal Viognier, you kind of don't know what to expect because it's going to depend mm-hmm. on the terroir and the winemaker and what they decide to do with it. Um, this um, Viognier, to your point, is like, it's rich. You might not blindly know mm-hmm. what it is, but I'm, I am getting like maybe not that orange blossom, but like orange peel, mm-hmm. orange zest. Mm-hmm. It's definitely oh, citrus. Orange zest, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's like orange zest without the pith. Yeah. Like it's like... It's really fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very aromatic. Like... I, I, you know, kind of go back to, to Lightning Rock, what, what, what they've done in the short time they've been making wine, like this wine is really great mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're still like, they're barely babies, yeah. right? Like what they're going to be able to make in 10, 15, 20 years yeah. is going to be, I think, some of the most exciting stuff yeah. out of the Okanagan. Well, we did that BC event. Yep. Um, and we had Tyler on video live yep. and he did a tour video tour of the vineyard um, and we were talking about biodynamic philosophy or winemaking practices earlier and I love what Lightning Rock is doing in terms of how they treat the vineyard mm-hmm. and then what they give back to it so yeah. mm-hmm. they're composting mm-hmm. super cool yeah like they take anything that they so basically they're gonna press the grapes and any of the stems skins etc goes into the compost it composts for mm-hmm. I can't remember how long a year two years three years if you, if you ask and then if you ask Tyler about his compost pile he's super into it too yeah 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 he's like really into it and it goes back to like the people we work with are farmers they're not really yeah. it's not about mm-hmm. money it's about no. creating yeah. a great product mm-hmm. and um, I, I, what's really cool also is essentially in 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 any sense Lightning Rock is a biodynamic and natural 
Oh yeah. Wine. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Like I don't know when the rules get released for like actual natural wine. I don't know if they would fall into the category. I don't know. I don't know if they if they add any anything that would put them out of it. But they don't use any chemicals. Mm-hmm. They use very little manipulation, if any. Um, and this is unfiltered. And like, yeah, they they don't like talk about it, but. That's super cool, coming, especially coming out of the Okanagan. Well, even so, unfiltered on Lee's. Look at the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, I know people can't see, but there's like there you can actually see the dead yeast cells, the Lee's, yeah. in the bottom of the bottle. I mean, maybe Josh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also <laughs> like I also like that they use screw tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stelvin, shout out to Stelvin. Who? Stelvin is like the, oh. the screw cap company of the Okanagan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, they make like I feel like screw screw eh, screw tops are the way for wine to go, just because of the like how long it keeps it fresh. <coughs> you know what? So we here's, we had that super interesting conversation. We, yeah, we did. And so maybe the the way that we need to look at it differently is if opening a bottle of wine with a cork. Yeah. It's about the romance, the ballet, the experience of it. Mm-hmm. Let's create a way to open screw cap. What are we gonna do? I don't know, but yeah. I'm just saying. Like, let's look at it. If it's a better way to store wine, keep wine, it's more environmentally friendly. But is it like, a better? Is, but is it a better way to age wine? No, but see, but that's the thing, though. How many wines? I would say a majority of the wines that most people drink should be drank in youth. Oh, 100%. So, 99%. So, 99% of wines mm-hmm. should have screw caps. Mm-hmm. So, we need to we need to figure out a way to make yeah. opening a bottle of wine that has a screw cap. They're they're like goddamn lovely. Foolproof. Do it with your like with your belly button. <laughs> no. I think you should put it on the counter. I think you should put it on the counter and like spin it. Bruce Lee kick it off. Yeah, with your like foot. that that internet thing. Yeah, oh, like did that you guys see thing. that video that I shared with you about that guy who sabered three magnums? I did all at see once? that. Yeah, I seen that before. I also saw I also saw the uh, song from Vancouver, <laughs> who decided to uh, do a tasting of grain alcohol. Oh, I saw that too. You, you posted that. <laughs> he was so wasted. He was he was he was like he did like a. No, tasting. he's not from Vancouver. He's from the states. Oh yeah. Are yeah. you talking about the unemployed? Uh, yeah, Sam? it says he's from Vancouver. Are you sure? No, no, no. The the article oh, the was from Scout from Magazine, Vancouver. which featured him. But I'm pretty sure the psalm is actually from the states. It's, and it's he has freaking hilarious. It's so funny, and he has so many. But he's obviously acting because if you watch his other videos, yeah, he yeah. goes from being like sober to drunk right away. So he's acting. He's playing it up. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Josh and I could do that. We do that really well. We go from sober to drunk really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk right now. Yeah, I'm drunk right now. Um, anything else we want to share about Lightning Rock Yonier 2018? Um, go buy it. If you can find it. If you can find it. It's Alicia Vineyard too, yeah. hey? I think you can only buy it at a homestead, to be honest with you. So come buy it at homestead. Come buy it at homestead. How much, approximately? $44. For or, how's this? If y- you want, come try mm-hmm. a bottle, mm-hmm. and then join their wine club. Yeah, get it delivered to your door. Because you won't be disappointed. That's get it delivered idea. to your door. It'll cost you $28 instead of me charging you 44 there you go. You'll have to drink a bunch of it, though. Or like, if you claim that you learned about it from this podcast, we'll give you $4 off. Yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Can Mary Wine pay Homestead the difference? Sure. Per bottle? Okay, sure. <laughs> if anybody mentions it. Use the coupon code. If anybody mentions it. <laughs> use the coupon code. Uh, Van Compétain. Yeah, say it right or it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> you have to spell it. <laughs> In French. 
This is, I, I mean, this is a solid Viognier. Oh, it's great. It's super nice. It's rich. Like, I, you can drink this on its own, but it'd be probably, like a lot of fun to pair with food too. For sure. Hmm. Yeah. So we, we gotta talk about W set now. Yeah. So we took W set because we're W S E T, the Wine and Spirits Education Trust. We're, we're uh, morons. Why are we morons? Because well, I'm not. <laughs> We all passed so the when exam. We, when we, we don't know that yet. Oh, come on. We all passed the exam. Give me a break. So in, <laughs> I don't even remember when this idea started, but we were like, hey, we, you know, we're all part of a wine import agency. Maybe we should have some actual, like, training and letters behind our name mm -hmm. that have to, like, give us a little bit of authority. Yeah, less about the knowledge and more about the credentials. Yeah, it's about credentials, yeah, really, right? Sure. People want to take us seriously. We should probably at least learn what everybody else is learning. Sure. Even though you know we might be smarter than everybody else, it's a solid. It's a solid base. It's a solid base, base. wine. It's a base. <laughs> it's a base wine. Is it I for prosecco? A, we need to add a little Seuss Reserve. Seuss Reserve. What's that called? Is that what it's called? Seuss Reserve. Seuss Reserve. Um, so we took. We decided we start with W set level two. Uh, I don't know why. Because everyone's the, everyone was like, "You guys got this." Yeah, we uh, level one would have been. Uh, a waste of, of our time. It felt like such a steep curve for me. For you, yeah, absolutely. But you, um, you're going to pass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was on a leaderboard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <I was laughs> so we didn't mention that. Like, so we have like these flashcards app that we got to study for the exam. Brainscapes. Shout out to Brainscapes. Brain, shout out to Brainscapes. And there's like a leaderboard, which I <laughs> told Leah about. I can't believe you didn't know about it. I didn't and know it about it. It shows like who has the most the most flashcards done that week, whatever. And streaks. By and the way. streaks. And like, how many people were on board? Like 150? There's like, a ton. It's across the world. Yeah. Bryce Lulaniak, number, number one. one. <laughs> by like Ridiculous. 600 cards. I was like, what are you guys talking about? And when I checked it, I was, no, it was like, it was by a thousand oh cards. Oh my God. <laughs> the next person was like, yeah, like 1,100, and I was at 25. You're like, you're like the Montreal Canadians. I was crushing. Of the brainscapes. Are you mean lost all the time? No, it means you have the most <laughs> championships by far. By far. So, I, yeah, I, I, at one point, there was, it was you, then Leah, then me, mm. when I discovered this leaderboard thing. And then I was like, oh, cool. So I kept studying, and then I passed Leah, and then I was like, there's no way she knows about this. Because, like, she would have been, like, <laughs> just, like, keeping track of how, like, at least beating me. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you guys find WCL Level 2? I, I really, really enjoyed it um, as because it took me back to like the basics and the foundation. Mm -hmm. And I was I was talking with a colleague. So in HR, mm -hmm. you sometimes get to the point where you forget you just there's certain things that you consider common sense mm -hmm. and you forget to ask those things. And we so we were talking about that, how you go back to basics. And I feel like that's what W set was for me. I've been working in wine and talking about, you know, the sophistication of wine. Mm -hmm you know, some of the more complex, you never know everything about wine, but you yeah. get to a certain point where you know a little bit about wine. And this took me back to the basics, which mm. was awesome to just refresh on the foundation mm -hmm. um, and confirm things. So yeah. I, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. nice to study too. Yeah, I agree, nice I agree with that. <laughs> with Leah, it was, um, and for me too, just opening a book, right? Opening a book, reading. I didn't study as much as I should have, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually learned quite a bit. Yeah. Um, which that that was my main goal for the for the to do the the program was to learn as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm excited to actually read the book um, to learn even more. Uh, you didn't read the book. 
I skimmed it. I didn't read the book, to tell you the truth. <clears throat> I did not read the book. I only, why do you think I had 2,500 flashcards in like two days? Oh, there's, Leah has Apparently I read the book. I read, I got to Zinfandel and then I stopped. Mm. Yeah, I got to Chardonnay and I was like, nah, I know Chardonnay. <laughs> My daughter came up to me <laughs> the night before the exam when I was like, studying mm -hmm. and I had been studying all along but I was studying even more she's like mom what are you doing and I said well I have an exam tomorrow so I'm studying she's like why do you have to do that I'm like because I like to do good on exams so I study and put in the effort she's like oh that's weird I'm like that's weird my girl come that's on girl. man yeah yeah I I so okay so I put on <laughs> I have a, like a group chat with some old friends and they're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? You know, everyone's I thought you were gonna say you had a group chat going with other people to study. No, no, no. Be like, no, no I'm not that person. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Sorry. You left us. So I know you guys <laughs> think that I'm uh, some sort of study champion, but I am not. You're um, on the leaderboard. I was on the leaderboard. This is probably one of the first and only tests I've ever really put any effort into, mm -hmm. and it was within the last week that I put any effort into it. Twenty-seven hundred flashcards. Yeah, well. When you don't read the book, you gotta read something. I know. No, you don't. Trust me. <laughs> so they were asking you what you were doing. So they were, they were like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm studying for this wine exam." And my one of my friends who I went to university with, he was like, "You have never studied for a test in your life." Mm -hmm. Like, I've studied for this, man. <laughs> good for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was good. good it was good. You. It was a good. It was a good change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I really did, enjoyed it. What did you learn? Name one thing that you learned, though. Like what the Solera system is. The that difference thing between Pinot so cool. and Oloroso, Sherry, um, some stuff about port that I've retained. <laughs> um, a lot about wine, the winemaking process, like filling it. Like, for me, it was a lot about, like, I, I could, like, describe it, but, like, filling in, like, holes. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I know, like... So I knew 20% about the winemaking process. Yeah. And now I know 50. Yeah. So that, it was like, yeah. Because I, I feel like I kind of know like like the like a little bit about, m like not most things, but like a lot of stuff for wine. Yeah. But then I'm like, I want to like know the whole process of everything mm -hmm. as opposed to just like the Coles notes. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Leah, what was the most surprising thing you learned? The thing I liked the best was um, around going back to the basics on grape varietals. Because yeah. I feel like mm. I've gotten to the point now where I know what um, Morgan tastes like, but mm. I forget what is Gamay typically described mm. as. And then you apply, you know, region, terroir, winemaker style, mm -hmm. etc. to that. So going back to the basics of like, what does like, what does Gamay the grape taste like? Mm -hmm. um, what does Cabernet Sauvignon taste like? So that you can then apply different winemaking practices, yeah. terroir, mm -hmm. etc. So yeah, and, yeah, that was and why you me. do certain practices and it, yeah, exactly. why certain grapes drive in certain areas. Yeah. 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 I learned how much I hate France. Because <laughs> <laughs> of how complicated well, out of they all make regions, things? I was like, you guys suck. Oh, the French are the best. Oh, yeah. like, why are you doing You should this? try and learn French language. Well, no. <laughs> well, think about like the um, geographical indications or whatever they call that, the GIs. GIs. Yeah. Um, there's like 17 different versions. So there's actually oh, yeah. two, but then they break down there's depending two. on the region. De like, mm. I don't get it. Yeah. I know. Well, it's, it's I like, agree. It's, it's massive. It's like every region is like... I was like, oh, hang on, guys. We got to make this even more complicated. Right. I was, was describing to Bryce, too. Like, we have, I have a book on Burgundy here. Like, yeah. there's a map in there with, like, 
it's like just like coat to bone. Yeah. And like all the like the little village in there. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And that's like one little part of it. No. Yeah. It's so dumb. You could like you could literally spend your whole life just learning about and, Burgundy. And not yeah. all, not only that, let's make sure all the names kind of sound the same. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Like. <clears throat> Let's really yeah. fuck with people. And like, like think about like, so Domaine Belivier, right? Is from Coteau de Loire, yeah. which is in the Loire yeah, which Valley. Yeah, the Loire Valley. But it's spelled L-O-I-R, it's, not L-O-I-R-E, which right. is from the Loire Valley. And it's next to the Loire River, right. L-O-I-R, exactly. which breaks off the Loire River, yeah. L-O-I-R-E. <laughs> yes, exactly. All yeah. of those things are reasons and then, why how's it look? I hate it. Uh, Put a little hat on the O. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It reminds me of that TikTok I saw about the guy who was naming water. Did I show you that? No. So it was, uh, it was a bunch of people. It was like, hey, uh, talking to different languages, uh, what should be, uh, what is this called? And they show a glass of water and the English guy's like, well, it's water, right? Mm-hmm. And then goes through all the other languages and the French guy's like, oh. Oh yeah, that's, like, the, that's the same guy that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's like, he's fantastic. what? <laughs> that guy, his videos are incredible. There's yes. one where he, like the, the one, the table, bear, bear, bear. Where, the, like gendering the, the, the table. Gendering the okay, table. So I want to show you. I can't find the video. It's, uh, I have okay. it on my phone. Like what's he? What's like like Spanish? Oh. Is like what's he doing? He's like we told him he could gender everything. <laughs> what are you? What are you? <laughs> a boy or a girl? A boy? No, get <laughs> <laughs> a girl. <laughs> so fucking funny. Exactly. I think it's the funniest shit in the world. That's because French is uh, stupid, apparently. No, it's it's uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? That's we'll, go, that, we'll go to France. We'll go. To, I'm not uh, gonna. I feel I'm gonna like France. I think you're I'm gonna, gonna hate I, Paris. You're gonna hate French people. Oh no, I yeah, love they're French like people. me, but worse. And they, <laughs> you're from Montreal. You don't Canadian. count. You're Canadian. You're okay. You have to. They're like me. He's uh, he's like like he's Canadian. He's from Montreal. He's obviously Irish. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you hear the redness in my face? Does it come across on radio? <laughs> I think it does. Yeah, I think we can all feel it. Um, yeah, no, I got no problem with French people. I think I I, I loved Paris, but like you? they're they're just so direct, right? Like it, it, it's just. It's who isn't they are. That, isn't that kind of refreshing, though? Oh, it's the best. You know who? You know who were assholes? This is good. Sorry to all of our all of our London listeners. <laughs> people in London. I hated London. Why is people, that? People were so rude. It was it because of bad so teeth? No, no, they're just rude. Oh, they're just rude. Yeah, and and, and, and like you know, you say, "Oh, hey, excuse me," and then they're just like, "No, walk away." In Paris, if you go, "Excuse me," they'll give you a half a second. And if you're like, uh, oh, sorry, they're like, fuck you, I don't got time for this. But they right. will give you that half second. They're yeah. direct. Let's go. So we why go. don't they have time for it? Is it because their language takes too long to no, speak? No, because there's so many goddamn tourists <sighs> all the time. Um, I, that, that feels yeah. like every big city. Yeah, like even for me, like if I, like the, if some dude, when I lived in Montreal, some kid clearly from Boston rolled up in from khaki Boston. pants <laughs> with white shirt and a button-down shirt with like the shaved sides, but like a little bit of hair on top. He was like, hey, and I was like, nah, like pretend I don't speak English, like, because I know all he wants to know is where the strip club is. That's mm-hmm. it. So I don't like, ugh. Like it's, it's every day, all day, right? If, so if someone stopped me on the street in Regina as a tourist, I'd be the happiest guy in the so world. So here's, here's an interesting thing to think about traveling. Do you guys ever think about the smell of places? Yeah, of course. Do you ever think about it though? I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so what does Paris smell like? 
It's a little stinky. Yeah, right. But not that. Probably smells like pee. It's not as bad as you as they say it is. Like it's not as stinky as New York. New York, New York stinks. New York stinks. But like on a hot summer day, if you're walking by garbage, yeah, it stinks. New York just always stinks. No. Like, like, uh, was it? What's the? It has. It has. What's the center? Has a certain must. What's the where? What's the place that all the tourists go? Central Park. Centr- no, not Times Central Park. Square. Yeah, Times Square. Times Square. Times Square stinks. Yeah, but I mean that's like so many people. <laughs> there's not a lot of people in New York. <laughs> there's no. There's nobody there. Yeah. So Greg and I, before COVID hit, we took the kids to um, Disney World. Down yes. in Florida. Down in Florida. And we went to Animal Kingdom. And mm, Animal Kingdom mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. different um, countries. Yeah, like, like in, Nepal and it, Africa. Yeah, it's exactly. dope. It's so dope. And so we walked into Africa, and the year before, Greg and I had been to South Africa. Mm-hmm. And Greg was like, Do you smell that? And I was like, Yeah. So. Disney they're, World's creepy, though. Like, oh, oh, but, they do stuff like to your, that. To your point about smells, though, you yeah. pick it out, and sometimes you don't remember it, but you can recall it, and mm. it was great, and you walked into it, and mm-hmm. it smelled exactly like the place that it should be. So yeah. to your point, like, Disney World goes all out. It's not just about what you see. No. It's about every what single sense. What you don't sense. see is yeah. about smell. Yeah. Well, Disney has the most Oscars ever. That's crazy. I saw that today. Hmm. And a random fact. That's a random 21, fact. 21, I believe. So the only reason I bring this up is because... Kayla, my wife, thinks about it while she watches TV. Thinks about what? What the particular scene smells like. Really? Yeah. Like what this? Like where it's being filmed? Yeah. Like she's like, oh, like I wonder. Those guys are, you know, I don't know. Curling. Curling. Yeah. yeah so like they're curling. You, uh, so what is what it, is she watching? What does it smell those like? Those guys are. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wonder what that smells like. Uh, like, can you imagine? Like what? some house in West Virginia on the set of like I don't know Teen Mom or something would smell like no yeah but I've never been to West Virginia though but I imagine it smells like so so what kind of nice what kind of smells does she like like if oh, she if she know. thinks about that she's never told me that part oh but what kind of like does she she just thinks about the smells does she like burn candles or anything? Yeah, she burns candles. Yeah. She, oh, she here's something. Candle company. Here's something that yeah. she learned. Like West Virginia, West yeah. Virginia <laughs> like, like housing company. Here's something that she started doing that pisses me off. She puts vanilla on the uh, stove and turns it on a little, and it like boils the vanilla. And then I come upstairs. I'm like, you made cookies. Oh. And then there's no cookies. And then I'm pissed. That's brilliant. It's, no, it's I, not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a letdown all the time. I go the work time. of putting cinnamon sticks in boiling water cinnamon on sticks, the yeah. stove. Yeah. And I should just skip that step. Just, just drop some vanilla on just the burner. Just some vanilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. Cookies? It's I would cookies. do like, like if Leslie like put like bacon in the water, then I would come up. <laughs> vanilla, I'm like, man. Vanilla? You don't like cookies? I mean, I like cookies, but like, it's not going to get me to come upstairs. Mm. You make cookies that smell like bacon. Cookies or bacon mm-hmm. would get me to come into mm. the kitchen. I don't miss bacon. You don't? Really? Yeah. It's so goddamn good. It's Lots so of stuff's good. good. Uh, bacon's like, it's up there. Yeah. Like for food? For food. Like, like a single, like a single thing, right? It's not like, oh, like, oh, I miss like. I see. Like, no. I like mushrooms pickle. more than I like bacon. No, bacon mm, over mushrooms. Bacon over mushrooms, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Onions. I love onions. Me too. Onions, garlic, a little olive oil, best smell in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Sauteing sure. on the best smell. I like in the world. butter over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over. Uh, you got this massive boy here. 
Mm-hmm. Mask up. Mask up. How are we gonna wrap today up? Bryce? I don't know. We get, first we got to talk about our how we feel about the wine. But so right. um, I guess we should like do a little bit of a conclusion on the W set. Like, do you think it was worth the money? I 100% think it was worth the money. I think what I what I like about W set is that different people will have different purposes for doing it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's great if you just want to learn about wine. Mm-hmm. It's approachable. It's easy. No problem. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, refresh your skills, define your skills if you yep. work in the industry. So I think the audience mm-hmm. is really broad in, in where it can reach. Mm-hmm. Um, I found value out of it for sure. I also wonder, though, because we had an incredible instructor. We had a great instructor. instructor ha- plays into and he it He listens to this podcast, so I that know. just makes him that much better. You know what? I feel bad for him today, though. Oh, why? Did you see what happened yesterday? No. The Buccaneers oh, beat the Saints. Shut up. Football. <laughs> <laughs> the Buccaneers beat the Saints. Yes! Keith, so who's who's playing on the Buccaneers there? right now? Tom Brady is oh, the Tom quarterback. Brady. And guess what? That's a step down. The, it, you know what? You would think so, except guess who's not in the playoffs? The Patriots. The pa- well, yeah. We and talk? guess who is in the playoffs? If Tom Brady, if they win the Super Bowl this year, this guy is a fucking robot. No, he's not a robot. He's a fucking robot. No, 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 no. He's very similar to Michael Jordan. Has Michael Jordan ever won a championship with a different team? Yes. Who? I don't know. No, he did not. Okay. No quarterback. No quarterback. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's Super Bowls with. Here's the teams. thing. Michael Jordan stopped playing and then came back yes. with a different team. Yes. Did not. But win did he though. win a championship? Yes. He ended up winning his final season championship. Did no, he? did not. No. Okay. Because he came back to play with okay. the Washington. Okay. We should fact check What's that. his name? Uh, who's the big guy? LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's done it. LeBron's He's won yeah, two cha- for sure. Yeah. Two teams, two championships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, three teams. He, he went somewhere that sucked. LeBron, yeah, LeBron, <laughs> no, LeBron, LeBron James is like this. Like I'm not saying that Tom Brady's better than LeBron James, because LeBron James was in Cleveland. Yeah. Almost won the championship. Then yeah. was like, I really want to win. So he went to the Miami Heat. I think they won the very next year, like three years in a row. Yeah. Then he went back to Cleveland, mm-hmm. who went from the best team to the worst team. The year he went back, they won the championship. Yeah. And he, but he hasn't won. With, he hasn't won with the Lakers yet, though. But, no. But he, they, they will. They'll win one. Tom Brady, right? Like everything this guy they throw at him, right? Like oh, like Deflate Gate, and like the only reason he's so good is because the team he's surrounded with, and it's Bill Belichick and all this stuff. He went to a team that was not a great team. They're not great. No. They're going to the semis. Right. Because. Of Tom Brady. But what did Tom Brady do to get them to the same? I don't know what this guy does, but he does something. So, like, I watch. No denying. No denying. This, to me, is a good, and this is taking me into my business world. This, to me, is the difference between a technical expert. So, Tom Brady is a great quarterback, right? He, like, he's good. He has skills. He wasn't drafted first. Like, he, there, there might be better technical quarterbacks out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the the league, there is. His differentiator, maybe he's an exceptional leader. Oh, he is. He shows up and Mm -hmm. he leads. (laughs) And that is something that you cannot evaluate. Like, that's not quantitative. Mm. You know what I think? It's I think to, it's like, yeah. and it's almost like, like I've been in a, in a, in a, in a locker room and there are certain dudes that like, he brings in that thing, like intensity, we, we're going to win. No, we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I don't like, cause sometimes you're like, well, our team's not great. And he's like, no, we're going to win. 
and you're like, ah, you fucking won like so many times. Like you start to believe him, and like yes. that's a, like mental mm-hmm. is a yeah. huge part of, of sports, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. So like imagine like even though he's he's not having like a career season, right? But it's just what he brings to the table is like people be- like that whole team believes that they are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they have no business. No business on paper being in the but playoffs. How, but how much does that prove that leadership is the differentiator? You don't need the best I people. Agree. You don't need like you don't need a team of rock stars. You need a team of people that are surrounded by a goal. We're what? gonna win the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. What's, who was it? And they, they got to buy in. And they got to buy into it. Oh, Scotty Bowman. No, 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 no. Who's Scotty Bowman? The greatest coach ever in hockey. Oh, okay. Grew hockey. up in my neighborhood. The uh, <laughs> uh, who's the guy in baseball that like redefined baseball? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Robinson, the Moneyball guy. Oh yeah, yeah. The I don't remember his name, but yeah, but he proved that. Yeah, it's it's all about it. like you don't have to have the best guys. But they didn't. You but they didn't prove it because they didn't win, right? But the but the thing the thing is with it, it that, that is it that proves, everybody yeah. shows up with it. Like you're good at something, you're good mm-hmm. at something, I'm good at something. We team. don't all have to be good at the same mm-hmm. thing, and we can still be the best team out there. Better but now than everybody everybody uses same <laughs> metrics now. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's, mm-hmm. so now like there's there's always like that. You can't, like, in my opinion, you can't break sports yeah. down to, like, if we have all these guys, then we're going to win for sure. There's so many little factors about yeah. emotion, mm-hmm. mental, mm-hmm. belief, motivation. motivation. Mm-hmm. All these things play such a huge, huge role. Um, I'm, I don't think I've ever been more excited. And I'm not, I'm not a huge uh, football guy. I'm not mm-hmm. a huge NFL guy. I'm probably Next a bigger Sunday, NFL fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Next Sunday, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Probably never been more excited for a football game in my life. Oh, really? Because like, because Green Bay is on fire, and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> arguably on paper, is, easy top five quarterbacks of all time. Agreed. Oh yeah, he's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, and his team's unbelievable, and they're playing in Lambo in the winter. <laughs> so if Tom Brady cold. walks in, he's been in fucking Florida all year. Nah, Tom Brady in the sun on his yacht. If he goes in and wins yeah, but, in Lambo yeah, against Tom Brady. Tom Brady Played in New England for how many years? Right. He knows how to play in the cold. Yeah, but yeah. Do, his, do his players, do his teammates, right? It's a big factor. That's what I'm saying. If he goes so, into Lambo, so, you walk into Lambo. To that point, though, because I was talking to Keith, because that could be argued, you know, <clears throat> uh, Tom Brady and Drew Brees are playing each other, right? Yeah. They're, they, they're same age, same caliber of quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, they're both exceptional quarterbacks. And I was talking to Keith, taking it back to our instructor, and he said to me, the game on Sunday, which was yesterday, will not be determined by how the quarterbacks play but how the team plays and, and, and initially and I was like yeah that is that's a mm-hmm. great point it's going to be how the defense plays how the offensive line operates how the receivers do Tampa Bay's like, defense won that game <clears throat> well, they for four, sure four, four five turnovers yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so but you also have to have yeah you gotta you gotta turn over great you gotta score points on that turnover. But but that's the guarantee. You have Drew Brees and you have oh, you mean on the turnover. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. Tampa Bay had four turnovers and they scored every turnover. That's the game, right there. Game over. I just wanna point out this feels like Vincompetent. Talking about sports. We just went from like <laughs> let's talk about wine to like full conversation, nothing to do with it's, wine about sports. It's an important part of And we don't even talk about sports all the time. I like it. Any. You know what? You know what it is. It's things that we're excited about yeah. and passionate about. We're passionate about it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Can we ask a question? If you're Tom Brady, yeah, and you win this year, you win the Super Bowl. I don't want to be Tom Brady. I want to be with Tom. You Brady. You should watch. Uh, I want to be with Tom Brady. <laughs> I want to be Tom Brady. There's a, there's but a, I want to be able to eat meat. There's a Paul Rudd show. 
that uh, Tom Brady's in for yeah. like a split second, and it's mm-hmm. about him like going to be the best himself, right? Paul Rudd. So he goes into this little clinic, and they kill him and clone him. Mm-hmm. And he sees Tom Brady outside waving to him. He's like, "Oh, have a good trip, buddy." And he goes in. Said so Tom Brady, they make the joke that he's been killed like 10 times and he's cloned. actually a robot he's a clone of like yeah. like like, oh, like okay we're gonna tweak this they kill him again clone yeah. him tweak, clone it. Him, tweak yeah. it kill him clone him I tweak think, it I think it's insulting Tom Brady to say that it's only been 10 times it had to have been more than that actually, 100 <laughs> times so like my question anyways you're Tom Brady yes you're 46 I'm, years old thank you I'm Tom Brady looking good kid <laughs> right you're 46, 46 one of the oldest quarterbacks ever to play you who's go the other to guy t- What's that? The button fly guy. What was his name? Guy. He also played for Green Bay. Oh, Brett Favre. Brett, Brett Favre, Favre was an old quarterback. Brett Favre was an old quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Went to went to Minnesota. Did a great job. Did a great job. Didn't win a championship. No. But I'm in the playoffs. I mean, he won a championship. He was, he was sending dick pics. So that's fine. <laughs> Back then, I mean, Fuck. hey. Come on, guys. You know, those, those are different times, Bryce. Come on. And the quality, like like low pixel low quality. Low pixel quality. Yeah. Makes it look bigger than it is. Anyways, so you're Tom Brady. You're, okay. you're 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 obviously in the in the end of your career. Yep. You you you, you go to a different team. You take that team. You go to the you, you boom. Tom Brady wins this year. Mm-hmm. Does he retire? Do you retire or do you go for it again? Because so, he's because he's still so fucking good. I think so. I don't think he's actually 46. I think he's I think he's under 45. I should actually know I this. I think he's 44 or 46. Yeah, and he said he wanted to play until he was 45. So he has set that goal and that standard, and he's not somebody who's going to change. Like if if that's to me, mm-hmm. yeah. if he set that goal, it's not going to matter whether he's winning a championship or not. Having said that, think about somebody like Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. He went out on top. Yeah, this thing like if you that's win, what, like that's what, like one more year and no. have like like a mediocre and, season. Because that's what Brett Favre did, right? Yeah, he's like, what Brett he Favre had, did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he should have he should have retired. But and that's also easy to say, but like, it's not easy to retire for these guys. I like, know they want to play. It's their life. It's their whole life. They want to play. They want to win. They yeah. want to compete. That's all they want to do. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, but I would say, like, if if Tom set out, I'm gonna play till I'm this age. Yeah. He's gonna play till that age. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not gonna actually matter the outcome. And like, it, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, if he wins. The Super Bowl this year, even if he doesn't, right? He's already if he proved, goes to the Super Bowl. He's already even he's already proven this year that he's amazing. <laughs> no matter what, he right. could they could get fucking blown out next weekend. Doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? If if he comes back, if he wins the Super Bowl, comes back next season and like has like the worst season. That's what ever. he's remembered for. That's what he. No, it doesn't matter. He's done nah. way too much. No, nah, he doesn't matter. Because so? Everyone, everyone's gonna go remember his last season. You're like the guy has seven fucking Super Bowls. Are you crazy? Like, it doesn't matter. You know, you know what's funny is I can't believe you're saying this. He could play the entire next season with his wrong hand. I can't believe Josh is saying this. No way. Because Why? on several occasions, he said, he has he has mentioned <laughs> it only matters if you back. win. We need to play yeah. back. He's, <laughs> but he's already won more than, so than how anybody did, how, ever. So how do we define winning? Right. He's already done. This is all, this is all cake. So you win it doesn't matter when you win. Nobody's ever going to win more Super Bowls than Tom Brady. Nobody. Right. Impossible. That's a lie. Um, Impossible. But, I mean, no one, like, no one was ever going to break 10 seconds in a sprint either. And guess what they question. did. Do you think anybody's ever going to break Wayne Gretzky's single point season record? Probably. Eventually. That's insane. There's no way. They will. The and how, okay, so here's, so here's the other thing. Because I don't follow hockey as closely. I don't know. How, how close are people like Sidney Crosby, Ovechkin? Like for a single season? Yeah. 
they will get on average a hundred points less than he got in his highest season. One hundred points less. The rules have changed. Exactly. So I'm saying the rules change. The game's faster. Players are better. The goalies are better. Yeah. Two hundred and twelve points in a season. I mean, he might. Someone's gonna do it. So no here's the thing. That. I'm gonna tell you something, dude. It's like three <laughs> points a game. Okay, just listen. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about this because I do think the sprinting, the sprinting example works, mm-hmm. right? For the longest time in the Olympics, no one had broke ten seconds mm-hmm. at a hundred meter run, right? Yeah. One guy does it. Name someone who doesn't break ten seconds. Mm-hmm in the Olympics now. It took a long time, but then once it happens, it's, but it's, it's, it's so possible. It's a team sport. It's team sport, though. No. It doesn't matter. Hockey's a team sport, right? It'll happen. There's You're no saying way. it's impossible. It's impo- it's, I'm not, okay. I'm <laughs> saying it's virtually impossible. If somebody Which means gets more than... If someone, if someone breaks 150 points in hockey in our lifetime, I'll eat my fucking hat. Get ready. I'm, I, I'm I hope it does. That. I hope it does. I wonder how much of that is mindset. Like, it's oh, nobody, all mindset. No, nobody's ever broken 10 seconds before. I mean, and then somebody just, goes and does it, and you're like, oh, it's yeah, possible. You can do it. We just talked about how Tom Brady took a team that fucking sucked and turned them into a Super Bowl team, and Josh is sitting here saying, there's no way there's no way. this can happen. It's a team sport. It's too many factors. If you're an individual sport, yeah. then you can do it. Then you can do it. And we were going to close this down a while ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, two hours I think here? No, I think we were going to wrap up about we're gonna 15 start minutes ago, up. so let's well, do that I'm gonna now. Go, I'm going to go uh, five out of ten for this guy. Okay. Five out of seven. Hi. Hi. So Josh, <laughs> Josh says he's going five out of seven for five So, well, let's talk about it. So we're, we're at our final segment yeah. of this incredible podcast. That's a good one. Where we assign how many days of the week we would drink this wine. Josh said five out of seven. The lightning rock Viognier. I really, I really like it. Uh, yeah, I, five out of seven. I like it too. Brace. I think I, I, I mean, I, I like to drink lots of different stuff, but I would say f- I would say four out of seven. Yeah, this is a four out of seven for me too. Yeah. Yeah. I would drink this m- almost every day. If I if could someone get it, put it in from, front of me. from Wine Club for twenty eight dollars instead yeah. of forty four dollars from Homestead, I might <laughs> drink it five yes. days so a week. Look, look, I own the restaurant that you can buy this from, and I would. I would get it from the winery. <laughs> it's too expensive for me to buy for myself. But it is delicious. It's great. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well done. Well done, Jordan and Tyler. Mm-hmm. Well, Anything else, Bryce? I don't think so. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. I can't wait. Should we, like, man. You can't wait to eat your hat? No, I can't wait to watch this game on Sunday. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it next Monday. We will. Thank and, uh, you. And, uh, so who do you think is going to win? <laughs> no, I, I don't do that game because... I, I'm a little bit super, like, when you're watching the game and it's like, oh, this team's going to win or this mm-hmm. is going to happen. I don't talk during the game. Uh-oh. I cheer and I yell. So if the ref makes a bad call or if a good play happens, like, I'll mm-hmm. get excited about it. But I don't do any predictions. Mm. So, you're, so you're not cause, superstitious? Because you are. No, I, 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 think I, I think crazy. I'm a little superstitious. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm a little superstitious. Uh, I think I'm, I'm big time superstitious. I am not. Yeah. Yeah, H- hockey players very superstitious. Probably the most superstitious athletes. Mm. Hockey 100%. players, one hundred percent. Yeah, like who goes on the ice first? How you get like I always, like what what leg you put your skate on first? I used yeah. to take I used to take a shower and then take my skate take my stick before every game. 
That's insane. Before the game, I know that doesn't that doesn't do anything. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It's mental. It's mental. It's mental. Because if you don't do it, yeah. But if it's mental, then you could change it. And yeah, but here's the funny thing. <laughs> like, let's say there's a game where you forget to do it and you have a good game. You're like, well, fuck that. That's my new superstition now. Doesn't that change my routine? Work? routine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Vic Copay Tom with Josh Bryce on Leo. We will see you next week. Thank you, Warner Construction. Thank you, Warner. We are on YouTube, Instagram. We're on YouTube? Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we're on YouTube. And we're going live in March. We're going to apparently go live, go in, live March. in March. <laughs> March Madness. Josh. I don't, March I'm Madness. Like, you know what the funny thing is? March, is March Madness even happening? Like, we should do, are they even doing it? Let's, do, let's do March Madness for wine. Cool. Let's do like a March Madness of wine. So like, we like, like, we'll like, do like three or four let's, wines let's every... Yeah. We'll figure it well, out. Should we do blind tastings against each other for March Madness and have like a huge? I mean, if you want to lose, of course Leah's gonna win. I'm gonna win. Yeah. Like, we, can we need to have like three categories? We I'm need the, one. I'm good at one, and you're good at one. Bryce I'm just out. a wild card. <laughs> Bryce underdog. is a wild card. I might win. Yeah. You never yeah, know. Leah'll be like, okay, like like blind tasting. I'll be like random facts, and then Bryce will be like, how do you put this picture on the internet? <laughs> How do you take this picture of this wine and put it online? We'll be like, oh, fuck. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Kind of a big deal. That was the Miro Wine Podcast with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. Want to learn more about natural wine? Find us on the internet at MiroWine.ca or on any social media platform. Thanks for listening. <laughs>